0: Welcome, everyone. Uh, My name is Angelo Adam. I'm CEO and co-founder of Bounty Zero X. And uh, on today's podcast episode, we have Ji Chuang from the Inc. Protocol on our show. And uh, I'd like to welcome him. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, discussing uh, his project and the bounty campaign, which is running uh, or will be running soon on the platform, on the Bounty Zero X platform. So, uh, G, welcome to the show, and uh, tell us a little bit about yeah. your um, your project.
1: Yeah, hi Angela, thanks for having me. Um, really excited to kind of chat a little bit about uh, Ink Protocol. Um, so, yeah, kind of just to dive in real quick to what Ink Protocol is. Ink Protocol is a kind of decentralized transaction system for peer-to-peer transactions. So, uh, what we do is we help people. Uh, transact in a safe way by providing escrow, mediation, and also, I think most importantly, decentralized reputation. Um, So it's kind of like when you're selling something on eBay and, you know, you you might be earning reputation and feedback for each item that you sell. Soon you have a dozen positive reviews on a big marketplace like eBay, but right now you can't take those reviews Off of eBay and sell in other places, so that's what we're trying to do.
0: So, what you're saying is that let's say I am a seller uh, and I want to sell on platform A, and then I Mm -hmm. later on want to go to platform B and sell. What you're saying is I could take my reputation that I've earned on platform that I've earned on platform A and uh, transport it to platform B, uh, assuming that they also support your.
1: Yeah, that's right. So. Um, that's exactly how it works. Uh, the additional pieces, they actually don't necessarily need to support our protocol. So the way it works is when you sell on a platform that supports Inc, uh, all of your reputation gets written to the Ethereum blockchain. And from there, it's really cool because anyone can view your reputation publicly. So let's say you build up a bunch of reputation. You can go to you know, a classified listing site or a site like Craigslist here in the U.S., and list an item and just paste in your Ethereum address and everyone can look up your reputation. So the cool thing is we don't need every marketplace to integrate. We just uh, need some to get started writing the reputation and then you can use it sort of anywhere, even outside of you know these centralized big marketplaces.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So it's like an, an open source uh, public uh, reputation system.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really cool. It's just kind of public out there. Anyone can see your reputation and choose whether or not they want to, you know, transact with you in a peer-to-peer way. So whether it's uh, buying something from you or paying for a service from you.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so before we get into your uh, products in a little bit more detail, um, let's uh, tell me a little bit just... Generally speaking, why reputation is important, and it's sometimes something we take for granted when we're on various websites and transacting on them. So, what is the the benefit of having a reputation system, and why is it important for uh, a platform to have a strong reputation system yeah, built
1: yeah, into it? Certainly. So, um, I guess we're approaching this from a marketplace point of view, where anytime you're interacting with the marketplace you're either buying or selling a good or service Um, it's always with another party so unlike when you go to a store to buy something where you can expect a certain level of service and attitude and commitment um, when you're dealing with an unknown sort of third party you never really know what to expect and that's why you know no matter what marketplace you have out there there's always some sort of uh, reputation system or like feedback system, so at a glance, and you're right, we do take it for granted because you know as you're browsing these marketplaces you're sort of unknowingly looking at everyone's score right so whether it's like ninety percent ninety five percent one hundred percent feedback you're you're always taking that into account before you choose to you know buy or sell something from that person, so um that's why it's really important. You never want to go into a transaction without knowing what you're going to deal with. And uh, the reason why we believe you know, this type of data should be fully decentralized, open, kind of available for everyone is because there's just so many uh, marketplaces and platforms out there and they all have their own score. So it's really hard for a user to, you know, do really well on one marketplace. And then as they want to shift over and, and try something new, they have to build up that reputation
0: Yeah, it scratch. seems like from the perspective of yeah. some of these companies, their reputation system is uh, an asset for them because um, it, it it creates network effects to some extent. Because if you have a pool of users on your platform who have built up a reputation, they're trapped there and they can't go to another platform, or at least it's difficult to. So the information is siloed. Um, Can you comment on that? And do you agree with that? And what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's how it's been for uh, many years now. So even when a marketplace, uh, a really good marketplace where, you know, they have millions of things for sale and like you can always find what you want. uh, One of the key things that they're providing is actually just the community and the feedback that everyone has accumulated. So if you imagine, you know, these large marketplaces, let's say eBay, uh, you know, you can quickly see which are the most trustworthy people to buy from. Um, If you're looking for something where dozens of people are selling it, you can quickly uh, see how, you know, the most reputable seller is gonna get all of those sales. So uh, we believe that, you know, there's huge power in having good reputation there's also a huge power in being able to bring your reputation in. So maybe I sell a lot uh, locally at my local, you know, farmer's market, and now I want to sell that item on eBay. Um, I can, in the future, you know, import that reputation in, in a way where I can't game it and fake it and, you know, uh, kind of trick people. So, and I think the second piece is, there's tons of marketplaces out there. Uh, in the US, it's Craigslist, where, Uh, It's more like a classified system with listings and no sort of identity or reputation. So we think this type of system has an immediate uh, effect on those types of transactions, where right now there's no reputation, yet, you know, so much is happening on those marketplaces. So if we can add a layer of reputation and safe transactions, then there's a huge potential for us to um, grow through integrating with those types of marketplaces.
0: So the ink Protocol could be used for a website like Craigslist. And can you uh, sketch out how that would be integr- integrated on a, a website like Craigslist to incorporate uh, reputation system among, among buyers and sellers?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few ways. I'll start from sort of the easiest, which is um, without any integration and without any sort of significant third party tools you can already use Ink Protocol on a marketplace like Craigslist. Uh, All you have to do is within your listing, let's say I'm selling my couch or movie tickets. um, I could say, hey, this is for sale. My name is such and such. And here is my reputation. And then what you do is just paste in your uh, Ethereum address, for example. And then at that point, anyone can look you up, see all your past transactions and feedback and know, immediately like whether or not they want to deal with you and the reason why uh this works is because in order for them to pay you they also have to pay that same ethereum address so you can't like take someone else's reputation and paste it there and call it your own um, because the reputation link or the address is also the place where you get paid so that's how we guarantee every piece of reputation you receive is based on a verified kind of transaction. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is really paste in your address. Um, in the future, it could be a QR code or something. And um, we're building a simple app right now to let you you know, easily scan and, and view reputation. But you could just as easily kind of paste it you a a contract browser or something, standard Ethereum stuff, in view
0: Interesting. So when is this uh, app going to be ready and what uh, uh, can you describe a little bit uh, how it'll work and when people will be able to yeah. use it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, within our website and white paper, we've been talking about an app called the Ink Pay app. Uh, so the first version of that we hope to have fairly soon, definitely within kind of by the end of this month. Um, and it'll be a pretty simple gap where you you can interact it, with it with any browser, uh, mobile-friendly, of course. And what you would do is you either use it to scan a QR code or paste in a, an Ethereum address. And what it'll show you is it'll show you that address's complete transaction history, reputation, feedback given by all parties, and then... You'll be able to pay that address directly from there as well. So it's almost like it's almost like a peer-to-peer payments app with reputation built in. Um, and the cool thing is, after that payment, you'll be able to leave your own feedback for the person you just paid. So uh, we could meet up, you know, in front of a grocery store. You're selling me, you know, basketball tickets. Uh, we complete the transaction, and I can leave you a feedback right there, and it gets written to the blockchain. And you can use that positive feedback in your next transaction tomorrow, so it's it's pretty powerful stuff um obviously all made possible by uh in our case using uh oh, that's Ethereum. very interesting
0: so so tell me about the um let's take a step back and um just briefly mention that you guys have your team and uh your product, the listia marketplace has been around since when.
1: So Listia has been around. We first launched in 2009.
0: And so, yeah. what what is the um, what what is the the link between the Ink Protocol and the Listia Marketplace?
1: Yeah. So Ink Protocol is a product of uh, the Listia company and the Listia team. And to that end, like we have since ever since last week we've integrated Ink Protocol directly into Listia. So Listia is a marketplace with uh, over 10 million registered users. Uh, Like you said, we've been around since 2009 and users have traded over 100 million items across the platform already. So the interesting thing is Listia has always run off a virtual currency, uh, but it was a centralized currency called Listia Credits. And as of last week, we've migrated the entire marketplace to now utilize ink protocol so we have this existing marketplace out there that's using Ink protocol and it's been running really smoothly and you know it's sort of the jumping off point the starting point for our kind of growth and distribution of ink even more widely than just our own marketplace
0: yeah. So for the listeners out there, uh, Listia was started back in 2009. They received VC funding from uh, A16Z, Y Combinator, and a number of other uh, VC firms. Yeah. You, you guys are pretty far ahead of this um, in, in, uh, uh, currency uh, concept. So this was
1: mm-hmm.
0: around the same time or before Bitcoin. And so, yeah. what, from your guys' perspective, seeing the growth of Bitcoin, when did you decide that it would be good to um, uh, uh, change from the Liceo credit system to a decentralized currency type of system? And when did
1: Yeah, so start? we had these ideas as early as like 2013, 14, 15. Um, but we didn't actually act on this plan until, I would say, the beginning to middle of last year, the 2017. Um, so let me rewind. So back in like 2014, 15, like we've we already started experimenting with uh, digital currency. So we we've allowed people to buy and sell like Bitcoin on Listia uh, in exchange for credits. That was an experiment, and we saw you know people really interested in doing this. And back then, you know, technology wasn't wasn't at a point where we could easily roll out like a massively distributed uh, essentially, like a database system, um, you'd have to roll your own, and then get enough adoption that um, you know that you had enough nodes out there running this whole thing. So we didn't sort of set out to do this until um, middle of last year, so summer of 2017. That's when we decided, you know, we really like what Ethereum is doing. Let's see if we can take everything we've learned over the last eight years and consolidate it into a single simple protocol that handles everything you would ever need to do within a single like peer-to-peer transaction. So that's why we we like to call it a transaction system. It lets you interact with another untrusted individual, buy or sell something to them. And then that whole kind of flow is encapsulated in one uh, ink protocol transaction. So it doesn't even need to be on top of another marketplace. Uh, it's just, you know, the the system kind of wraps up in a nice neat bundle, you know, a single transaction. Wow,
0: that's, uh, very ambitious and it's uh, yeah. uh, kind of like an all-in-one solution. And so on Listia now, uh, if I go there, I can purchase any number of items, uh, similar mm-hmm. to like I would on eBay or Craigslist. And uh, there are sellers and buyers and you guys uh, transferred from the Listia credit system to the current system, which is using right. the uh, your native token, which is the, uh, uh, what's it called? The XRP token?
1: Uh, XNK. XNK. So it's called, we call it the ink token, the symbol is XNK. Yeah.
0: So uh, people list items for sale and Listia requires that to list items, it must be... Uh, using the XNK, the ink token?
1: Yeah, yeah. So right now, um, when you list an item, the price you set is denominated in XNK. And um, yeah, it gets listed. And when you sell your item, you receive XNK. And originally on Listia, you know, it was all about trading. So uh, originally, you would receive Listia credits which you then had to use back on Listia. Uh, But the cool thing is now, you know, most of our users on Listia, they earn their ink, and they'll use it back on Listia to buy other stuff. Uh, But now you have the option to take it off, um, put it into your own Ethereum wallet, spend it in other places. And like I said, once we release sort of the dApp that interfaces into our contract, it'll be really easy to do that. Wow,
0: okay. That's really interesting because right now on Lystia, there's many items for sale. So it's not like you guys are just starting out. You have like uh, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of items and millions of users. Um, so it's already a, a place where there's uh, a lot of use for the token uh, on the platform. And uh, so for all of these uh, use cases, um. Uh, um, users can go on there and, and transact. And so, is there is it auction only, or is it uh, you know buy at a fixed price on Listia?
1: Yeah, so we have both. Um, Listia started as auction only, uh, but right now you can have auctions. You can have auctions with a minimum bid amount, and you can also have fixed price listings.
0: And then obviously you can see the seller's uh, reputation. So you can go on, and, and that reputation is currently running over the Ink Protocol.
1: Right. So right now you can see everyone's reputation um, because we launched last week. We haven't synced it all to Ink Protocol, um, but that will be happening shortly. So the 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 thing that was released is you can use Ink tokens on Lusia, and then very shortly the uh, the feedback will start getting synced to the blockchain as well.
0: Wow, that's great. So what is the next couple months uh, consist of for you uh, for the Inc. team in terms of uh, the roadmap and the next features. So you mentioned you have the DAP coming up. Um, what else is going to be... Uh, what else can users who are watching you guys look forward to uh, seeing um,
1: coming from you guys? Yeah, yeah. so on a on the product side, we're, we're working hard on the DAP. We're working hard on... Uh, additional integration into Listia, and then after the DAP, we will be working on native apps. And I think the most important thing is we've been working on kind of many partnerships, and we'll continue to work on partnerships uh, over the next several months to ensure that you know, Ink starts showing up in many different places, different marketplaces, different consumer apps, um, just all different ways where you can either earn Ink or spend Ink. And until it's something where, you know, everyone has some of this and starts to seek out, you know, ways to spend it. And that's when I think the adoption of starting from things like the Simple Payments app will start to take off. Um, Obviously, any marketplace that integrates it will also give us a big boost as well. So we have a few of those lined up already. Um, We'll start to announce them over the next few weeks and then. Uh, like you said, we're just going to continue working on it over the next months uh, through this year and into next year. So I think um, between making it easier and easier to use, um soliciting developers who are interested in this open source software to kind of build on top of it, and then directly talking to partners who would like to, be you know,
0: to uh, speaking from the bounty X side we've we are planning on uh, introducing a reputation system on our platform and we're considering you know whether uh you guys the ink protocol product would be uh, something that would work for our use case because mm-hmm. we have our, our bounty hunters and we have our bounty hosts and you know bounty hunters want to make sure that if they're going to be doing work for a bounty host Uh, and and earning tokens that, you know, this bounty host is going to pay them and is a reputable, uh, you know, company. And uh, one way of doing that uh, is through, uh, you know, a solid reputation system. So showing that the, um, you know, the bounty hosts have, you know, good reviews and that they've, uh, you know, paid out other bounties on time and in the right amount. Um, So we are you know, looking forward to, you know, integrating some type of uh, reputation system on our platform and we're exploring, you know, potentially using the Ink Protocol for for that use case. Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, that would be really great. Um, I think one way to test it in real time is, um, so for any of the bounty hunters that uh, end up helping with the Ink Protocol bounties, um, we will be sending them tokens and, the great thing is we can send them tokens through an Ink Protocol transaction rather than just an ERC20 transfer, and at that point, you know it's like us paying for uh, something you did, and we can leave you a feedback directly for that transaction. So, um, at least in the Ink, you know, Ink Protocol bounty case, uh, we definitely will leave feedback for every sort of bounty hunter out there. So, you know, you'll you'll immediately kickstart your feedback um, if you wanna. Check out some of those bounties on your platform, um, and then yeah, certainly we can chat about what's the best way to help other projects and other other bounties earn that same type of reputation. Yeah,
0: so, is it difficult to display that information and like the reviews that have been signed for any given host? Uh, what is right. the process involved in um, you know uh, writing on our website? you know, Mm -hmm. or or like loading from the blockchain, the website, onto our website, all of the reviews that have been left by other uh, people. So do you guys provide like an API for that? Or is it like, is it something that you guys would give uh, hosts or or projects who want to use the reviews and display them on their own website?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, Two parts of that. Yes, we will provide to make it much much easier um, in fact we're part of that InkPay pay I talked about is sort of this imagine it's like an ether scan but for ink protocol transactions so it's just a simple site you paste in any of the address and the this sort of uh, ether scan like site will show you reputation for anyone so you'll be able to use it like you do with ether scan you know plug in people's Ethereum addresses and it'll just dump everything about them in terms of the protocol. Um, And that'll be just publicly available, free. Anyone can just use it to look someone up. Um, And then the last piece is, yeah, for people who actually don't want to go through us for anything, um, you do need, you know, expertise in building sort of a dApp that can read from Ethereum. Um, which is fairly straightforward now, but if you would, if you wanted to pull all the data just on your own, you could do that quite easily these days as well. But I know a lot of people are running platforms like they, they'd rather just have a a simple API to hook into. So we plan on exposing that soon. Um, and in the meantime, you could just link out to, like I said, this etherscan like. A browser where people can
0: just go there and browse anyone. So uh, the next component of your guys' project, so you have the, the, the payment system, then you have a reputation system, and then you have a, a, a mediation system for uh, dispute resolution. So when a uh, buyer or seller transacts, there is a third party which can come in and mediate any disputes between um, the buyers and sellers. So can you right. uh, describe that process and how your platform facilitates that
1: service? Yeah, yeah. so um, no matter where you transact, there's always a possibility of something going wrong. Either the seller didn't deliver or wasn't as expected. And so we know this and we built that into the transaction system. And the way it works is if I pay you for something, let's say online, and I wait five, 10 days and I still haven't received it, um, I can escalate the transaction to what we call the dispute state, um, And what happens is once you escalate it, then a third party mediator, which you guys actually determined from the start of the transaction, uh, will be able to take a look and decide in one person's favor. Um, or they could decide, you know, I can't decide, so I'm going to split up the funds. Um And this is a very flexible system where so if I'm buying something from you uh, at the start of the transaction, we can decide, hey, maybe there's a list of well-known mediators out there. Let's use one of these guys. In case something happens, we both agree that we're going to trust this person to settle our dispute. Um, Additionally, there could be companies out there like, hey, let's use Listia's dispute resolution service to resolve our dispute if something goes wrong. And then, obviously, on Listia and on other marketplaces, it would kind of just be from the start, you know, if you're transacting on Listia, then you're using Listia's dispute resolution service. So it's kind of this plug-in contract that both the buyer and seller decide on up front. And then uh, if something goes wrong, then that mediator contract will help resolve the dispute. Do you
0: guys, does the Inc. Protocol... Uh, plan to build a marketplace for mediators? Um, or is this something that like a third party uh, could do and then um, people transacting over, over the Inc. protocol could then uh, go uh, to a third party site to decide on their own uh, who the mediator would be?
1: Yeah, so uh, both can happen. I think we, we want to help make that sort of index or marketplace available. So uh, we might expose one or we think yeah, we think it'll be fairly straightforward for third parties to start to do this. Um, we imagine, for example, you know, at least one site where you go and there's a list of mediators, probably just people on the internet who have built up a reputation for being fair and impartial. And you select one, maybe someone in your area and uh, paste in their contract address into your transaction. And that's how you choose them. Um, and like I said, the buyer and seller have to agree up front. Uh, the cool thing is like they, the mediators can take a fee. So through the transaction, they set their own fee. Uh, it can be a percentage. It could be flat. Uh, so you'll be able to choose based on that as well. You know, Do you want to pay someone more or less depending on the service? And that's how you can choose.
0: Well, let's say I'm a... Uh A buyer, I don't want to pay for a mediator and I just want to take the risk that because the seller has such good reviews that I don't think uh, they're going to default on the transaction. So I'll take the risk and hope that everything goes well. And based off of their high reviews, there's a good chance that it will go well. So in that case, can we uh, together opt to um, not Uh, select a mediator, or is it a required field to select
1: one? No, so it's not required. Um, You're exactly right, especially in an in-person transaction. um, You're going to hand me something, I'm going to look it over and then pay you. There's no need for a mediator. Uh, Right, so you just leave it blank, and it functions as a normal direct transaction. Uh, But at the end, you can still leave them feedback. So yeah, it's very flexible in how you want to kind of interact.
0: Great. Yeah, that's very uh, good to have that option. So tell me a little bit about your team. Uh, you guys are based in the U.S. Where? What city are you in and uh, how many yeah. people are on your team?
1: Yeah, so we have 13 people right now. We're based in Santa Clara, California. So in the Bay Area, right in sort of Silicon Valley. Uh, the company's been out here ever since we started. Uh, we do have a small team of three people also in Taipei, Taiwan. Um, and so, you know, we get to travel back and forth a little bit. And yeah, yeah. So that's how the team is set up right now.
0: Okay. And you guys have already held your ICO and that was, uh, when When was the ICO held?
1: So we did a token sale at the end of January. And um, so there was, there was a lot of demand in our sort of, private sales. Uh, so we actually didn't end up doing an ICO or a crowd sale. We just kind of uh, sold enough tokens during the pre and private sales to sort of uh, reach our hard cap, which was 15 million. Um, and then we ended it. So that was at the end of January. And then we spent uh, February finishing our integration into Listia because we didn't want to launch uh, a token without a real use case, um, which is, you know, actually pretty, pretty different than most products out there. Although I think the the whole industry is shifting towards this type of thing, where you know we're not trying to sell you a token just so you can hold on to it and hope something comes out later. We, we definitely wanted to release something that you could start using right away, and Lystia was perfect for that. So. Yeah, we ended end of January and then launched everything last week.
0: Great. Congratulations. Uh that's
1: uh Thanks. You know, Thank
0: we you. we, we have we know how much work that is and um glad to hear that everything went well with that. Um so uh is there anything else that we didn't cover during our call today so far that uh you would like to uh discuss?
1: No, no, I think I think we you had some really great questions um dove so into you know what we hope in protocol is used for. I think our vision is just that Inc is going to be the the transaction system, the layer, sort of the driving force under every single peer to peer transaction in the future. Um, especially as marketplaces decentralize and, and listings decentralize, more mm-hmm. and more you're going to be dealing with people who you don't know, and to have the technology take care of all the risks there uh, in a very open way, you know, like actually open source and everyone can see it uh, is really great. And this is the piece we're attacking. Uh, It's really great to see tons of other projects out there attacking different other pieces of decentralization. So really exciting stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, G, thanks for uh, being on the podcast today. And it was our pleasure to have you you on. And uh, just a reminder to everyone listening that the ink protocol bounties will be on the bounty 0x platform for bounty hunters to complete where they can obtain the ink uh, tokens as a result as uh, as a reward for performing a variety of tasks uh we're still deciding which specific bounties are going to be offered but uh stay tuned for that and we'll keep you updated and you, you know we're uh you're always welcome to come back on the show as you're. Platform progresses, and as you guys uh, uh, roll out more features, and we'd have to happy to have you check in with us again in uh, the next couple of months as uh, things progress. Great, yeah,
1: it was, it was great chatting today with you. I'm um, really look forward to seeing how the bounties uh, bounties go, and uh, hopefully we can work together in the future as well.
0: Great, my guest once again was G from Ink Protocol. So, uh, see you again.